finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's Monday, August 8th. It is a scorcher here in Boston. It's a scorcher in many parts of America. It's going to be up to 96 today. But yesterday, Sunday, the Democrats passed this boondoggle, a $739 billion spending spree, which they said would solve the climate crisis. Well... I woke up today. I thought it'd be nice and cool. Didn't happen. That is not the scariest part of this bill. We can uh, break it down, but uh, they are literally weaponizing the IRS to come after, to come after me. That's the way I look at it, to come after uh, people who aren't on their team. They're coming after opponents of Joe Biden. They did it last time, the the Obama-Biden administration. They're doing it again. Richard Nixon could only dream of uh, this kind of <laughs> this kind of intimidation, but uh, we'll go over the numbers and uh, some of the garbage in this big new bill. Uh, Donald Trump trounces Ron DeSantis at the CPAC convention, which was a little weird, a little weird, I have to say. But I don't care. I'm still looking for a flaw in Ron DeSantis's game. He came up big. Late last week, he, he he does not mess around. Every governor of every red state should follow his actions, do exactly what the great Ron DeSantis is doing. Bill Maher, once again, a great riff, a great rant from my man Bill Maher on uh, fat shaming. He's all for it, and so am I. And uh, Brittany Griner got sentenced uh Late last week, um, we have sound from Brittany Griner, and we have video, which has Ironhead very excited. We have topless video of Brittany Griner. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see this, but uh, Elon Musk doesn't understand why people are so upset with the sentence that Brittany got in Russia. And Jalen Rose, I'm saying Jalen Rose sometime today is going to sign like a lifetime contract from ESPN because... We have one of the dumbest super woke rants from Jalen Rose while sitting on the beach. Let me just say, I'll tease it by this thing. If you're going to look at the biggest morons ever to work for ESPN, Jalen Rose belongs on Mount Rushmore. We'll get into that and lots more on today's Callahan show brought to you by ExpressVPN. All right, let me ask you something. What if there was someone out there who kept a log of every single thing you did every minute of the day? Well, I think that'd be pretty creepy. Well, what if I told you that's exactly what happens every time you go online? Your internet provider like AT&T or Verizon is allowed to store logs of every website you've ever visited and can legally sell this data to anyone. That's why I always use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure service so your internet provider can't see or log what you do online. 
Now, many of you might be wondering, well, if I'm routing all my data through a VPN, then doesn't that just mean the VPN can see what I'm doing and log my data instead? And you're right to wonder that. Many VPNs claim to have no log policies, but have been caught logging customer activity. ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trusted server technology. Stop letting people keep logs of what you do online. Visit expressvpn.com slash Callahan right now and find out how you can get three months free. All right, this, uh, this, we'll, we'll start with the big bill. The big bill, $739 million they're celebrating because it's the boldest action to take on the climate crisis, which we all know is, is, is just a big scam. Uh, I'm not saying the climate's not warming. The climate has warmed many times in the past. It's cooled many times in the past. The planet's been here for 5 billion years. It'll warm, it'll cool. There are cycles uh, we might be going through, a warming cycle, whatever. Nothing in this bill will do anything to cool the core of the of planet Earth. And everybody knows at the same time, in the middle of a recession, as uh, we squander $700 billion on the pet projects of Joe Biden and the Democrats, uh, China, India, Africa, they're laughing at us. They're building coal plants and laughing at us. We have uh, gone through this before. I find it just ridiculous that anybody would support pissing away billions of dollars for the, to, to tackle the climate. First, there's no, ta- there's no climate crisis. First of all, there's no climate crisis. Secondly, even if there were, there's nothing a piece of legislation could do. President's going to, they're going to put this bill together. It's going to be full of all kinds of goodies. They're going to be greasing all the palms, the usual stuff. They're going to send it to Joe Biden's desk. He's going to sign it. And actual like people who aren't like, like morons think that's going to affect the temperature of the earth. It's so bizarre. The whole concept. I have friends, I have family who think these things Makes some sense. It's, I, I, I say this all the time. I'll say it again. The most disheartening thing in America today is that there are tens of millions, maybe hundreds of millions of people who think legislation, political action will affect the temperature and save the earth. How did we get to this point? I feel like everybody is still, you know, sending their money to Bernie Madoff for him to invest in, you know, everybody is getting scammed. And so few people call it out and say, well, this is nuts. This is insane. We're in a recession and you're pissing away billions and billions and billions for the, to tackle the climate crisis. And you have an absolute moron like Kamala Harris talking about the other day. We have to take action. We, it's a crisis. The world's at stake. Or oh, you have AOC saying the world's going to end. This was four years ago, I believe, 2000, no, three years ago, 2019. She said the world's going to end in 12 years. So we have nine years before the world ends. And, and no one believes it. She's like the most powerful Democrat in the country besides, I guess, Biden. And she says it, and nobody laughs at her. That's the, that's what the proper response when AOC or Ed Markey or John Kerry or Chuck Schumer says this is going to tackle the climate. The proper response is to laugh hysterically in their face and say, "Stop wasting our money." But but that's not the scariest part of this bill, which is called the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, and nobody nobody believes it will reduce inflation. Just the opposite. It's, it's, it's insane that we're doing this right now. But I have to say that I laugh at that. This scares me. I mean, literally scares me. 
in, included in this bill is a provision to add 87,000 IRS agents to 87,000 auditors agents to the IRS and they'll express the express purpose will be go after their political enemies. They say, Oh, it's just to, to you know, uh, audit the rich. It's not true. That's a lie. It is, it is the ultimate in, in authoritarian action. We will, we'll get to Ted Cruz explaining this, but here is an amazing fact. Um, the IRS has 2000 agents that carry weapons. They, they, they have 5 million rounds. They have, they've, they spent 20 million on guns for the IRS. 731,000 this year, the IRS spent on guns. I never, I've been audited. I never, I didn't know the guy was packing. Why does the IRS need two, what is $20 million for guns? <laughs> It is a scary time in America. There, there are people, half the country's applauding the fact that we're passing a bill that will add 87,000 IRS agents to go after Joe Biden's political enemies, to go after uh, Liz Warren and Ed Markey's political enemies. How is that okay? How is that good? And I see people on Twitter defending it saying, hey, if you don't cheat on your taxes, what do you got to worry about? Have you ever been audited? If you don't cheat. And believe me, I don't. I'm scared when just the thought of getting that letter in the mail. It doesn't matter. It, even if you don't cheat, they'll find something. It's it's a complicated system. It's a complicated process. They will be coming after everybody. And there are half of America is okay with that. Oh, God, this is frightening. This is a frightening time to be alive. I mean, there are people who are pointing it out, calling it out. We got Ted Cruz. We got other people who are saying this is nuts. This is like tripling the, the force the, uh, of the IRS. It's going to be, and, and, and uh, uh, Cruz can explain, it's going to be bigger than like every other, <laughs> every other, bigger than the Pentagon. The IRS is going to be bigger than the Pentagon which I believe was like the biggest building in the world at one point. It's, and uh, it's full of guys, military guys. This is going to be full of agents of the IRS with guns who will be online looking for people that, uh, that they disagree with and saying, boom, got him. We're going after this guy, send him a letter. You know, he'll have to call his uh, accountant, his lawyer. This is going to just, divide America like never before. But this is, this is what Obama did with Lois Lerner at the IRS uh, eight years or whatever, 10 years ago. This is what Joe Biden did as vice president. They targeted their enemies. It was proven. They went after right-wing groups, the Tea Party and other right-wing groups. They wouldn't uh, uh, get them, allow them the uh, nonprofit or charitable status because they don't like them. That's what's going to happen here. It is a shame that this is happening in America, that they're weaponizing the, 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 this department and, 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 and everybody's not up in arms. But as usual, Ted Cruz comes out strong and articulate against it. But I was watching this and I'm thinking, how can, how can anybody, I know there are people who hate Ted Cruz and hate Trump and hate me, but how can you be okay with this? How can you be okay with your government literally arming the IRS and, and sending them out to, to uh, destroy the lives of your political enemies. Let's, let's listen to Ted, who I believe uh, spoke eloquently and voted against this boondoggle yesterday. Go ahead. 
Senator from Texas, Mr. Cruz proposes an amendment numbered 5263 to amendment numbered 5194. Madam President, there are, there are a lot of bad things in this bill, but few are worse than the proposal by Democrats in this bill to double the size of the IRS and create 87,000 new IRS agents. I guarantee you, citizens in every one of our states, if you ask them what do they want, they don't want 87,000 new IRS agents. And they're not being created to audit billionaires or giant corporations. They're being created to audit you. Uh, the, the House Ways and Means Committee, the minority, has put out an estimate that under this bill, there will be 1.2 million new audits per, per year, with over 700,000 of those new audits falling on taxpayers making $75,000 or less. I believe personally we should abolish the IRS, but at a minimum we shouldn't make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, the State Department, the FBI, and the Border Patrol all combined. That's what the Democrats are proposing here. It is a terrible idea. If you don't want 87,000 new IRS agents, vote yes. How about that? What did you say? The, the Pentagon, the Border Patrol, all combined aren't as big as the IRS will be once the Biden regime arms them up, expands it, and sends them out to uh, to go after their enemies. That is chilling. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe other people. Eh, man, this, uh, I hate the IRS that, so much. The, everybody does. I mean, how could you not hate the I mean, Taxation's I, I the biggest theft in the country every day. And, it's bullshit. And, and just think, in every, uh, for my whole life, there's been proposals to simplify the flat tax. You had Mount, you got, uh, Steve Forbes ran his whole thing was flat tax and you put it on, you do your taxes on a postcard and you get rid of all the deductions and and you eliminate the IRS, eliminate it. Instead, they double the size of the IRS, you know, to tackle the climate crisis. You got to double the size of the IRS. This is a lawless regime, which is designed, which is, is built, is motivated by destroying its political enemies. This also raises taxes, raises taxes on small businesses. Obviously, Joe Biden lied. He said that he wouldn't raise taxes on anyone making less than $400,000. That is not true. This raises all kinds of taxes, but he doesn't care. Joe Biden doesn't care. It is remarkable. I'm going to get to one of Biden's lies from late last week. It is amazing how if you are a, a, a good Democrat, you can just look at the media, look at the camera and, and tell these brazen lies. And hardly anyone calls you out. It's it's disturbing, which makes me want more than ever. I want uh, people to rally around Ron DeSantis. DeSantis had a great week last week, even though the CPAC convention in, in uh, Texas, the uh, conservative convention, it was kind of a Trump rally. These people there love Trump. I understand that. I support that. It was a little weird. There was, <laughs> there was all kinds of got loud, bombastic speeches from, from, uh, uh, Steve Bannon and others, but at the convention, they had a display. You can get this photo, Ironhead, it's a, or video. There's a, a guy, I believe his name is Brendan uh, Straka. He was a, he was a prisoner, a, a January 6th political prisoner for a while. He's out now, obviously. And they set up a display with a fake jail. <laughs> and he wore an orange jumpsuit and a Trump hat and sat with his head hung down like he was crying, I guess, for hours. And you could... 
go talk to and visit him. And Marjorie Taylor Greene went and visited him, kneeled, knelt down before him and comforted him. That was part of this uh, conservative convention. Whatever. It's, you know, it's an issue. I'm glad they're talking about it, but it was a little weird. So at the convention, they do the straw poll. There's, you know, this is big for hardcore conservatives. Uh, and Trump won naturally, but here's the display. That's not, I, you know, I like Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's a fighter and she pisses off all the right people, but that is weird. They're pretending that he's in prison and all the fans over here, the ticket buyers are watching as she kneels down in front of him. I feel like I'm getting ready for a Randy love. uh, Yeah scene here half uh, the stuff little, that marjorie taylor green does though if there was no camera she wouldn't even think about doing she's pretty fake uh, a lot of the time to me uh, i mean I, I i like her for this reason she is motivated by triggering the left by pissing off people yeah. she is motivated by upsetting you know joe scarborough and uh and you know i'll see on um, anderson cooper and whoever don lemon that that's what motivates her which i like i wish there were more people that did that but She's pretending to console the guy. That's not real. Right. It's very weird. But here's here's what happened. They did the uh, straw poll. It's, it gets a lot of coverage. And Trump got 69%. Ron DeSantis, 24%. Ted Cruz in third with 2%. It makes it, it feels like it had, they have winnowed the field down to two. We suspect as much. There's no one else is going to uh, challenge those two guys. But, and again, I, I like Trump. I supported Trump. I, Trump got screwed. The election was rigged, not by voting machines. It was rigged by big tech. It was rigged by uh, Twitter and Facebook that suppressed the laptop and banned Donald Trump. You know, they rigged it. The media rigged it. They lied about it. They said it was Russian disinformation. They lied about Russian collusion. They lied about everything to destroy Trump and help their guy, Joe Biden. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to relive that every day for two years. And that is what's going to happen if Donald Trump prevails uh, and, and becomes the nominee. Obviously, I'll be supporting, obviously, I'll uh, supporting him. Obviously, I'll be hoping he does a better job of putting people around him, of hiring and appointing people. He did a terrible job at that last time. Hopefully, he fires everybody on day one, including the 87,000 IRS agents. But... I have a question, a serious question for anybody who's supporting Trump over DeSantis. What is wrong with Ron DeSantis? What is the flaw in his game? I, I, I don't see it. The guy is 43 years old, a Navy veteran, an Ivy leaguer, smart, articulate, beautiful family, no baggage. I mean, none. If there were, we'd have seen it already. If he had, you know, got busted for drinking underage at a high school party. We'd heard all about it. Hell, they will make things up. They will go after him. There'll be someone like uh, Christine Blasey Ford will say, yeah, he raped me. And the media will pretend it's, you know, it's real. They'll try, but they've found nothing yet. All he does every day is fight, fight hard and attack and, and not give a damn what the media does or says about him. It's beautiful. I wish every governor would do it. I have, I live in Massachusetts. We have an absolute coward in the governor's office, an alleged Republican who would never do the things DeSantis. If he did, if Charlie Baker fought on one issue as hard as DeSantis fights on every issue, he would be considered, you know, uh, uh, the media would love him and they'd say he's a, 
you know, he's a candidate for a, for president or vice president. It'll never happen because he's a sellout, squish, coward. But just imagine one of the battles DeSantis has against, you know, critical race theory, drag queen story hour, you name it. He doesn't care. The, he, he mocks the media. He laughs at them. And that is what we need. We need fighters who understand the media and the Democrats are the enemy, that they are that they're undermining uh, parents at every turn. So last week, Ron DeSantis, while Trump was, you know, in Dallas, uh, wherever he went, at, at CPAC, you know, railing against the rigged election and the stolen election and the Wisconsin, you know, and, and I understand he's, he's pissed. He should be. It's, I'd be pissed too. But at the same time, you have Ron DeSantis, uh, <laughs> tackling real issues. Ron DeSantis fired a row, a left-wing Soros-funded prosecutor, Andrew Warren, uh, in Tampa. The guy out admits he's not going to enforce laws he doesn't like, you know, because that's what you do if you're a, a Democrat prosecutor. You you do what Soros wants you, Soros wants you to do. You don't prosecute criminals, you prosecute parents. You, you, you go after your political enemies. That's what... Uh, Andrew Warren did. He prosecuted a Christian pastor who held a mass or a service, you know, during COVID. He doesn't prosecute BLM or Antifa rioters. He's a, you know, crazy left-wing prosecutor. They, they're all over the country. There, I believe there are 75 federal prosecutors that Soros got elected, spent 40 billion to elect them. This guy, Andrew Warren is one. He's this plenty of video sound of him, talking about, you know, which criminals he's going to prosecute, which crimes he's going to enforce, which is ones he's not. Anyway, he fires him. He fires him. Um, and the guy's like, I'm, uh, uh, you can't do that. You can't do that. Yes, you can. Every, every governor who, you know, every red state who has one of these rogue prosecutors, they can fire him like Ron DeSantis did. It was beautiful. We need more of that. Uh, good for him. But he did another thing, and I've pointed this out many, many times. There is nothing that takes more courage in 2022 than calling out the trans mob, than calling out the gender queer theory mob that wants more kids on puberty blockers, more kids to get a gender reassignment surgery. That's an insane uh, thing. And it, most Americans, most parents, most taxpayers, most voters understand that. They think it's insane for a child, a 10, 12-year-old child to have double mastectomy or a 10-year-old boy to be on puberty blockers. It's madness that has taken hold in this country, and most people understand that. And this there's a real divide here because most politicians do not have the balls to call out this mob because they know the media supports them, Democrats support them. Well, DeSantis doesn't care. He's going hard after this. He wants to ban. He wants these doctors who are performing these grotesque surgeries on children. He wants them to be sued into bankruptcy. And he says as much. He talked about it last week. And I thought it's absolutely common sense. No, no parent thinks it's a good idea for a 10 year old to undergo gender reassignment surgery. Puberty blockers, as we talked about a month ago, there's evidence that cause brain swelling. There's all kinds of side effects other than uh, on top of the fact that they, oh, I don't know, block puberty, which is insane. So no, it's no reasonable person. No rational person thinks that's a good idea. But so few politicians have the guts. Again, compare them to someone like Charlie Baker. 
who would never, you know, quiet moments, I guarantee you, Charlie Baker says, gee, that is crazy. A 10-year-old kid, a 12-year-old girl having her breasts lopped off, that is madness. But he'd go before the cameras, he'd, he'd sit down with Linda Pizzuti at the Boston Globe editorial office and say, you know, that's if we don't cut the girl's breasts off, she'll probably kill herself. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just insane. Um, so Charlie Baker would never do this. Ron DeSantis does it. It invigorates. It energizes the base. It's a beautiful thing. Um do we have uh, DeSantis talking about this issue? He had a, he was on a roll last week and, and uh, yeah, you know what, to be honest with you, 6924 in that poll's not that bad because these people love Trump. They support Trump. They're all fired up about Trump, but lots of them understand this guy is a better candidate. This is the guy we need to clean up, clean up the mess to reverse the damage done by the Biden administration. Let's listen to uh, DeSantis talk about gender reassignment surgery for children. Looking at the actual facts that were provided to me, we were able to, uh, my office consulted with a lot of people. This was a statewide review to make sure that that we were not going down the road of San Francisco, Los Angeles. And like 95% of it was all right here in Hillsboro. Everything anyone said was right here. I didn't hear the same in Duval or Miami-Dade or any of that. It was all right here. And then to see these blanket statements like saying that you're not going to enforce a prohibition on giving minor a sex change operation. You know, a 12-year-old boy can't go in and get a tattoo, but yet somehow if the legislature were to say that you can get a sex change operation... And then we have laws that that have been enacted. And so that was he was the only one that was making those types of declarations. He was the only one signing his name to letters that basically said to hell with the people of Florida. I'm going to do what I want. You know, we take care that the laws are faithfully executed. Not every law on the books in Florida. Do I agree with? I mean, it is what it is. Uh, and yes, there's sometimes the legislature will put laws on my desk that I veto and then it doesn't become law. They have the ability to override. They haven't done that yet. Uh, and so uh, but. But that's just the way the system works. And for example, if it ever got to the point where I vetoed a piece of legislation and the and the legislature, uh, that's him it. talking about okay, whatever. There's there's other cuts of him talking about gender reassignment surgery. Maybe you can find one, and we can put that in later. But that's him talking about the prosecutor that he uh, suspended Andrew Warren and how and how crazy it is that a kid, a 12 year old boy, can get a sex change, but not a tattoo. That's and look at him. He doesn't look at his notes. He doesn't have teleprompter. Mm-mm. He just speaks from the heart. And again, I ask people, what's the, what's the downside to DeSantis? Where's the baggage? What, what is the media going to do? I can tell you what they're going to do if Donald Trump gets elected. They did it this weekend. They talked about, how, oh, he's lying about the election, or rigged, and, uh, and, and they're going to talk about the big lie, all the crap they made up. And it's just going to be tedious and endless. And he's going to come out and say crazy things. He's going to tweet crazy things. And they're going to, they're just going to come after him nonstop 24 hours a day. What are they going to do to DeSantis? What? They're going to disagree with him. They'll do something new. They'll come out and say he had some sort of war crime that they were trying to keep under wraps or something. Something new. They will. I mean, I said that they will literally make stuff up, but you know, I don't, I don't know how you cannot support this guy. You need someone to fight on these issues, to have the guts to fight on these issues. And that's what DeSantis says. He has guts 
and he has sincerity. It's just genuine. This, it doesn't feel anything. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like he's following a script. Imagine how good he's going to look following the buffoon we have in that White House now who can't read a teleprompter, who can't like walk without you know, struggling. I mean, it's just going to be such an upgrade. It's going to be so refreshing. Speaking of the buffoon, before I move on, I want to get to this because uh, it's just so I talked uh, about how, how I always talk about how casually and confidently Biden lies, knowing the media will cover it up or carry his water. There wasn't a, a, a ceremony the other day. This is when uh, I believe um, Kamala Harris came to um, uh, Boston to jammed up the whole city traffic. They shut down 93 mm-hmm. for a while. They, it, they shut down the highway, not, not cleared out a lane for Kamala Harris. Now, why, why is that necessary? Why does she need to be treated like a queen? But she came here and you're thinking, oh, she's coming to Boston, maybe coming to visit some biomedical office and talk about jobs or the economy. No, she came to talk about, to congratulate us because we have so many abortions because anybody can get abortions. <laughs> they get abortion anytime. You can abort the kid if he's like in third grade and you have any regrets, abort him, abort him. She, she wanted to celebrate abortion. That's what they do. And I believe Biden was um, um, at, in the White House isolating because he tested positive for COVID for the 17th time. By the way, he, he tested positive, I don't know what it was, three or four times. It lasted you know, weeks. He tests negative finally on Saturday, I believe. It is, as soon as he tests negative, boom, on the chopper heading to the beach. So after you know working hard at the White House during COVID, he, he tests negative and immediately... He's on the beach. That's our hardworking uh, commander in chief. But this is, I have the transcript in front of me. I heard him say it. It was amazing. Talking about abortion and everything else. He says, the healthcare crisis, this is the actual script, by the way. The healthcare crisis is, you know, it's just, it's hard for me to even <laughs> understand, understand how they think this. The health healthcare crisis is women's can't is women can't get, can't choose, can't get an abortion, even in a case of incest, even in the case of rape. But it goes beyond that, says Joe Biden. There are a lot of women who take prescriptions prescribed by their doctors and have been taking for some time for other conditions, for arthritis, for epilepsy, for Crohn's disease. And in many cases, those prescriptions are not being filled. What? (laughs) He says the new... You know, the overturning Wade, uh, Roe v. Wade means that women can't get their prescriptions for arthritis, epilepsy, or Crohn's disease. Say a 25-year-old woman, her doctor prescribes medication for epilepsy. She's been doing it for a while. She goes to the pharmacy. The pharmacist won't fill the prescription because the same medicine could also cause a miscarriage. I mean, you don't have to do any research. I don't. I know that's a lie. Everyone knows that's a lie. You can't get your arthritis medicine because Roe was overturned, just bizarre. And I guess he's there to scare people, to, 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 to convince the simple-minded. So he just flat out lies in the media. I didn't even see that anywhere. I heard the sound. I didn't see it anywhere in the media that he said women can't get their arthritis drugs now because Roe was overturned. I mean, honest to God, <laughs> just be honest. I mean, people, you got plenty of people on your side who want abortion. I mean, again, here in Massachusetts, we celebrate abortion on demand. Everyone thinks it's wonderful or everyone, lots of you supporters think it's wonderful. Why do you have to make up just a brazen lie like that? But 
Anyway, that was a the, the wild weekend, but big win for Joe Biden, $739 billion for climate and for AR-15s for the IRS. We should find out, find out what kind of weapons they get. Is it handguns? Do they get rifles? Do they get machine guns? 2,000 IRS agents are armed, and I'm sure one of them is coming to my house soon. Do they just walk up with the AR-15 strapped around the, you know, like an Ovaldi cop show up fully armed when they want to, <laughs> when they want to audit you. God, that's scary. All right. We got it's a bunch like more to get Glock to. Glock 19s. What's that? Glock, oh, you, Glock 19 Gl- handguns. Oh, Glock 19. Those are good handguns, right? Those yeah. are scary. So yeah, most, scary. most cops so carry those. So your IRS agents have Glock 19s. That's so good to know. All right. We have a new <laughs> nominee for the Mount Rushmore of super woke idiocy at ESPN. And uh, we got uh, the latest from Brittany Griner, who uh, was sentenced. A lot of people are really pushing hard to get her out of there. And uh, uh, they will. She'll eventually come home. And I wonder, what's her attitude about this country going to be like when she comes home? Is she going to still kneel for the anthem? Is she still going to hate, hate, you know, the American flag? We'll find out. Bill Maher once again comes up big. My man, Bill Maher. In, uh, comes out strongly in favor of fat shaming, and I'm with him as usual. But uh, first, uh, what am I doing here? Eugenics. Let's do eugenics, then we'll get to, to all that. We'll get to all that and more. Hey, guys, let me ask you. Are you getting up there in age and feel like you can't get in shape anymore? It's not your fault. As men age, our bodies naturally lose free testosterone, the man hormone. It happens to every man and can make it more difficult to stay in shape and be energetic and active. You want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging? Well, Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testofen will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get better results in the gym, and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. While every product professes quality, many other products use generic ingredients that are often far less than clinical grade. With Nugenics Total Tea, you get the same clinical potency levels used in the trials. And Nugenics' formula is backed by 10 years of science and research. Re-energize your life and help get back that winning edge you had in your youth. You can get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text Jerry to 231-231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever. Text Jerry to 231-231. Message and data rates apply. Terms available at Nugenics.com slash terms. I, this was, uh, I, I tweeted about this this morning. It's, it, it, it's... It's not, it's not really infuriating, maddening. It's just comical. Jalen Rose, a ESPN uh, employee in good standing. And I'm pretty sure ESPN will, uh, will love him. Uh, he'll be, he has 1.8 million followers on Twitter. Uh, ABC ESPN analyst. He says, New York post Renaissance man podcast, best-selling author. Didn't know that Jalen Rose, you know, one of the fab five, uh, um, and he puts, put out a video the other day while on the beach, I think he's on the beach, appears to be on the beach wearing his grandmother's sunglasses. And he decides, you know, with all the things going on in the world, with all the issues with, you know, Brittany Griner in jail and everything else that there is to talk about in sports, he thought this was a good time to come out against Mount Rushmore. 
He wants to retire the term. So, you know, all those lame sports radio debates, who's the, on the Mount Rushmore of Boston athletes, who's on the Mount Rushmore of play-by-play guys with Vin Scully. He, th- he thinks that's offensive. <laughs> he thinks that's offensive. And again, you, you know, no normal person thinks Mount Rushmore is offensive, but he's, a, he's one of those people who thinks he's smart. He's not. He thinks he's smart and he thinks he's articulate and thoughtful. And again, if he did this on whatever, around the horn or PTI or something, they would love it. They'd lap it up and say, oh, it's just so woke, you know, so smart. But he he brags about not using the term Redskins. That that was big. That was very, you know, uh, very woke of him years ago. But now he wants them to ban the words Mount and Rushmore. Because, you know, stolen land and all. Let's listen to this idiot. Why do you think Washington changed their name from Redskins? I do a show and didn't say that word for eight years. And my co-host, David Jacoby, we both said they're going to change the name one day. Why? Because it's offensive. What about the Cleveland Indians? Same thing. Why did they change the name? Because it's offensive. So I want to continue to challenge myself and to challenge you to do something. Can we retire using Mount Rushmore? That should be offensive to all of us, especially Native Americans, indigenous people, who were the first people here before Christopher Columbus. That land was stolen for them when it was discovered that it contained gold. And 25 years later, to add insult to injury, four American presidents were put on what we call Mount Rushmore on the top of the dead bodies that is buried <laughs> right underneath. So I call for you and for myself, I'm owning this too. Let's stop using the term Mount Rushmore when we're talking about our favorite rappers, talking about our favorite movies. We're talking about our favorite players. I know you're going to see this video, and I know you're going to take action. Oh, God, what an idiot. What an idiot. Honest to God. I mean, was he drunk or something? He's on vacation, it looks like. He's like a mechanic. uh, And he had this thought and said, I know, I'll sound so woke, and Mm -hmm. I'll get texts and tweets from Jamel Hill and (laughs) Max Kellerman and Tony Kornheiser. They'll tell me how great it is. Maybe their boss at... uh, and he, I don't even know what show he does, what show he's on, but he'll, he'll get texts. Oh, that was so smart. Get rid of the. By the way, can you put a mountain on top of bodies? Like you, like actually, do you move it from somewhere else and then put it on top of the bodies? How do you put a mountain on top of bodies? Yeah, back then when uh, it took eight years to sail from Europe to the United States, we could move mountains. Move mountains. And he's offended that there are uh, pictures of four presidents. That's why I really think we should expand it to five and put Donald J. Trump up there. <laughs> I think his head would explode. That would be a great day. But I don't even know where to begin with this. Where to begin with this? He's pros- he's bragging that he doesn't use the term Indians, which is not offensive. But anyway, at least I get the uh, football one. But the Indians, yeah, come yeah, on, whatever. Redskins, uh, Indians, uh, wh- whatever. But saying, using the term Mount Rushmore, like for the greats all time, it always happened in Boston uh, because you had to eliminate either Larry Bird or Bill Russell. If you had uh, if you had Ted Williams, Bobby Orr, uh, Tom Brady, Bill Russell, or Larry Bird, one of them gets bumped uh, 
and then you'd have a second Mount Rushmore or whatever. You know, it's a it's a lame device to talk about the best ever. I didn't. I never did the Mount Rushmore rappers. Have you done that, Iron Ed? Feel free. You know, this is your time. What's your who's on your Mount Rushmore rappers? Uh, Eminem, uh, Macklemore. Uh, oh, all the white guys. I yeah. get it. <laughs> I I put a little poopy on there, but that's me. I'm just I just have a Roy, but, Royce but, the five do, nine. Let's do the stolen land thing because this is so idiotic. Stolen land. This like oh that was sacred land. This is stolen land. There's no such thing as stolen land. All land is conquered. That's how it works, Jalen. You moron. Do you think? You know, the land where your mansion's built, probably somewhere, I don't know, Michigan, or maybe your house on that beach. Did you, did, you, know, were, you were you given that, bequeath that from the Lord above, or did you <laughs> steal it from somebody else? Uh, uh, let's quick rundown on this one. The Lakota Sioux drove out the pony, the Pawnee, who drove out the Cloa, who drove out the, the Crow, the Cheyenne, and the Arika. It, those are all Indian tribes who conquered other Indian tribes and took the land. That's how land is acquired. That's how it's been acquired for hundreds of thousands of years. So we conquered the, uh, the Black Hills, took the, uh, the mountain and carved some bases in it, made a tourist attraction for some godforsaken place in South Dakota, where I've been, by the way. I went there in the winter. It's a honky tonk little town and it was shut down and I couldn't even find anyone to take my pictures before we had, you know, selfies at a camera. I had to find a guy to take my picture in front of Mount Rushmore. It's pretty cool, but it's not as uh, majestic in person as it is in photos. Not, not the point here. The point is when someone says it's on stolen land, you immediately disqualify them all land. Land was stolen. I'm also you know, I'm also real sick of listening to people who live in the United States bitch about this when they can move somewhere else. And I would actually maybe listen to what they had to say if they actually took action instead of just preaching to. No imagine one. bragging. You're bragging that you're not going to use the term Mount Rushmore. So if you do a talk show and you slow day and you say, "Who's on the Mount Rushmore of whatever guitar players?" Get fired. Oh, no, oh, 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 hold up! Bleep that! Bleep that! No, take that! Down. We can't say that. You can't dump, say Mount Rushmore. What? We can't say Mount Rushmore. What an idiot! Anyway, I would put him on there though. I'd put him on the Mount Rushmore of woke idiots, along with Jamel Hill, Bamani Jones, and Max Kellerman. How's that for my uh, no, for take, my Mount Rushmore? Is that a good one? Now you got to take Kellerman down and put Olbermann, who, by the way, I just found what out has a podcast. So I'm gonna yes. start listening to that. I saw it. It's uh, it's top of the charts. The way all the new ones, Andrew, Qu- I mean uh, Chris Cuomo's on there too. I'm sure it sucks, but people. Get curious when they first come out. We were number one. Everyone's number one when they first come out. Anyway, now Keith Oldman, first of all, he's gone. He's crazy. He's in a category by himself. It's like, you know, Keith Oldman would be Donald Trump. You know, he'd be this president that, you know, half the country <laughs> loved, half the country hated, very vol- uh, very uh, divisive figure. But he can't put on Mount Rushmore. Obviously, Jamel Hill goes up there. Obviously, I guess Bamani Jones, I guess Max Kellerman, but there's so many candidates. There's hundreds of candidates you could choose from. And uh, I think he's making his move to get up there on the Mount Rushmore of uh, uh, woke idiots at ESPN. You brought up a good point there, accidentally. Rare good point by you. You wonder about people if they went somewhere else. If Jalen Rose, I mean, who's fabulously wealthy and rich and 
he's probably had all kinds of you know beautiful women and you know beautiful big beautiful cars the country has been great to him because he could play basketball the country i mean he lived a dream for the last 50 years whatever he is and he still bitches because people say Mount Rushmore because it's on stolen land. I mean, who put it, who filled his head full of mush? Somebody convinced him of that. Anyway, what if he did have to go somewhere else? Oh, I don't know. What if he had to spend a few months at a Russian prison hmm. with a long prison term hanging over him? You think he would suddenly say, you know what? I guess bitching about the term Mount Rushmore was kind of silly that America is a pretty great place that I shouldn't kneel for the anthem that I shouldn't bitch about uh, the U S military or the, or the, the cops or um, I wonder what Brittany Griner, they will get her out eventually. Again, Trump would have had her out two days. Biden is, he's busy. He's busy, uh, you know, test uh, recovering from COVID. And now he was going to the beach. Uh, eventually they will get her out. They'll probably give up like a dozen mass murderers to get her, but they'll get her out. What do you think she'll be like when she comes home? She was one of those wokesters. She knelt for the anthem. Okay, hold on. Why are you doing this to me? Oh, sorry. <sighs> Just give me a second. I didn't. I hadn't seen that before. <laughs> I will. I will. I will set that up. But Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner got sentenced nine uh, nine and a half years right after we uh, did our show Thursday. She's back in that. She was back in that cage. She was forced to just bend. The, I mean, talk about taking a knee. Instead of taking a knee for the United States for a national anthem, she had to take a knee and beg for mercy because she had a little cannabis oil. She talked about how sorry she was and apologized to everyone. They made her grovel in this cage. It was humiliating. I'm sorry. I'm sure I wouldn't like her if I knew her. I'm sure she'd hate me. But this is just that you know this woman has suffered enough. I'm all for getting her home. It's and I'd, I can't wait to see, you know, what she feels, how she feels about the United States of America. Uh, you think she'll come home and bitch and say, we don't get paid enough. And, you know, uh, George Floyd and police brutality. And you think she'll be, you know, all, all in with the uh, BLM and Antifa when she gets home. I wonder, I think it's going to uh, ramp up big time. This is uh, her in court submitting to these uh, Russian, whatever judge or, and just begging for mercy uh, on Thursday. Go ahead. I want to apologize to my teammates, my club, Genka, the fans, and the city of DCAT for my mistake that I made and the embarrassment that I brought onto them. I want to also apologize to my parents, my siblings, my Phoenix American Earth organization back at home, the amazing women of the WNBA, and my amazing spouse back at home. I never meant to hurt anybody. I never meant to put in jeopardy the Russian population. I never meant to break any laws here. I made an honest mistake, and I hope that in your ruling that it doesn't end my life here. All right, you know, uh, obviously, yeah. It's a, that's enough. Obviously, that is enough. This six months in Russian prison, wondering if you're going to spend the rest of your life there. That's enough for a little cannabis oil. Uh, over the weekend, Elon Musk made a video, and he made a good point. There, are, you know, we are all the whole countries, you know, uh, 
hoping you know, Brittany Griner gets out, gets home. And, and, and I'm curious to see what she'll be like when she comes home. But what about all the people in prison in America who, you know, the, all the people Kamala Harris put in prison when she was uh, attorney general in California for weed, for drugs, for recreational drugs. There's lots of people in prison and uh, hell, there's lots of people in prison for trespassing in D.C., uh, and this one celebrity who gets busted in Russia for breaking their laws when she lived and played there and should have known better. There's a lot of sympathy for her. And I understand it, but Musk was like, what about all the drug, drug convictions in this country? Shouldn't they, shouldn't they get out too? I mean, I'd have to take a look. I, I, when people say that, I often wonder if they're lumping in, you know, drug dealers and, you know, people you know, with selling meth or heroin in with some guy who got busted with a couple of joints. I don't think people are going to jail for a couple of joints or a little cannabis oil in the United States anymore. That's just my feeling. But can we hear from Musk before we take a look at the uh, photos of uh, lovely uh, Brittany, the <laughs> photos that you're so excited about? Go ahead. Play, play Musk. I was so excited. <laughs> I was just, uh, it was a, sick. It was a conversation piece, I thought. <laughs> uh, we got pictures. We got pictures. We'll get to them. Of uh, uh, I don't even know where you got them, of Brittany Griner. But first, let's listen to... Uh, Musk, who, by the way, got in a lot of trouble when he smoked weed on Joe Rogan. He was saying he had to get drug tested for a year because he's not allowed to do that because he has these government contracts and SpaceX sending rockets into space. I guess the CEO can't do drugs because he's sending rockets into space. But uh, let's listen him talk about uh, uh, lovely Brittany. You know, if, if the president's working so hard to, to sort of free someone who is in, in jail in Russia for some some weed then shouldn't we free people That's what in america said. I saw that. who yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so like, like that, yeah. people in jail in in america for the same shit for the same stuff shouldn't, shouldn't we free them too uh it seems like something that's legal in so many states right now as well it's not I, mean, like, I, th- I think it's like for it's, it's not i mean my opinion is that people should not be in jail for nonviolent uh drug crimes how many are? I hear this all the time, you know, from my libertarian friends. And how many are? Um, is anybody in jail? Is anyone doing ten years for, for cannabis oil or a cannabis cartridge? I don't think so. But so so Brittany will get out sooner or later. She's not doing nine and a half years, and she will kiss the ground when she gets home. She will kiss the ground. I'm gonna guess she's gonna get home, put on the the MAGA hat, go to one of those CPAC conventions and become a big DeSantis supporter. She's going to be uh, all in and she's going to love this country. She's probably get a pickup truck, have an American flag flying in the back gun rack. She's going to realize that she was bitching about this wonderful country when uh, it's, things are just so much worse does uh, she, in yeah, everywhere does, else. Does she end up bitching about the country or the Biden administration? That would be a big difference. That's a good question. I mean, I'd be disappointed if I were her family friend or spouse and, and Biden and they, they, they have failed so far. I understand she picked a really bad time to get busted in Russia because you know, there's a war going on and we are in it. We are arming, you know, there are Russians dying with, uh, you know, the U S weapons are uh, killing Russians. I understand that, but, you know, we got to give up some, we can't give up the merchant of death, but there's got to be somebody else. There's got to be someone in, in an American prison we can swap for her. But all right, let's get to the the highlight of your weekend when you get to see uh, photos of Brittany, <laughs> by the way, who is just, her, she just looks so, I mean, I wonder if they think 
you know, like they, 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 she's so big and tall and they bring her in there and they put her in a cage and it's like, they, they, they really are humiliating her. They're putting her on display. Like some circus freak could say, look at that freaky American. And they got her and they're really enjoying detaining this, this famous American. But uh, what was the photos that had you so excited when uh, we talked this morning? Now excited is uh, it's questioning things. Okay, where where is this from? Uh, one of her friends or her Instagram or something. Um, these are still shots. Our 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 pal Montante posted these, and I posted photos of topless Brittany Griner, who's all tatted up and not really uh, well endowed. At <laughs> <say the> least <laughs> uh, she's playing hoop topless. Yeah, I tell you, she should. If she did that in Russia, she'd probably get another ten years. That's, <laughs> you can only only do that in America. Uh, but uh, she is, she's a odd looking uh, individual and she really is. And she's so big and they just, they, they really are having fun torturing Brittany, but the voice threw uh, me off the most. I couldn't believe it. That is a weird voice to everything. I mean, I mean uh, we'll see. Let's get her home and see if she uh, has a newfound love for this country. All right, quickly, let's get to Bill Maher. Let's do Shay. And then we're going to get to Bill Maher. Fat shame. Well, you want stuff. Fat shame, everybody. And so do I. So. Let's, let's do shade concrete. You know what they can do for you, you know, this summer. You got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps, whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one. Shea has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be that envy of the neighborhood they remove the old steps bring in new steps within hours you got a whole new look and your house is looks better and it's worth more this isn't just an uh this isn't an expense this is an investment an upgrade in your home with one phone call shay will deliver a turnkey installation experience in a few hours you'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it you can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right, my man Bill, every Friday, when well, I should say every Friday, most Fridays, has a rant, a riff, in you know, new rules, which challenges the uh, his former allies on the woke left. And I've talked about this before. I, I used to get Runner's World magazine. I, you know, it's good. I like stories of endurance and guys that run 100 miles. I love, you know, uh, Ironman triathletes, and, you know, stories about David Goggins. I love that stuff. So I'd, I'd get it. And it just, I stopped because it was so woke. They would put a fat woman on the cover and talk about how you shouldn't fat shame that fat people run too. And I'd be like, what? Runner's world? I, I get men's health, the same stuff in there. Some not, not as bad, not as often. But they'll talk about how body positivity, nothing wrong with being, you know, 80 pounds overweight. And I'd say, what, how did we get to that point? Especially during COVID when 80% of the people hospitalized with COVID were obese. When did we stop telling people that's not good? That's not healthy. Why, why did we stop embracing saying, you know, be, be you, even if it's disgusting, disgustingly obese, it's crazy. And I guess, you know, it's another one of those things you're not allowed to do. You're not allowed to call people, you know, fat and obese and unhealthy. 
But my man, Bill Maher, he doesn't care. He, he goes all in on this insane trend, including naming some of the magazine sports illustrated who celebrate, you know, body positivity and obese. See, I don't even believe there are a lot of fat runners. I don't see them. You can't, it hurts too much. You know, you wreck your knees if you're way overweight and you're running or, or biking even, but, uh, uh, Bill Maher, he's having none of it. Let's listen to some of Bill. And finally, new rule, everybody should be allowed to let themselves go a couple of times a year. Like now. The dog days of summer, school's out, rule's out, it's hot, vacation time. No one should have to diet on vacation. And the holidays, that's the other, okay, I'll let myself go time of year. And who can blame us? It's the end of the year, structured around feast days. No one should feel bad about opening up the pants after Thanksgiving dinner and doing that thing where you undo the top button and try to hold it together with just the belt. (laughs) That's all fine. But not all year round. And that's what's kind of happened to America. Letting ourselves go now as an all year round thing. Doing the Thanksgiving pants thing every day. They actually sell a business suit now with drawstring pants. <laughs> I saw this. I swear, I saw this in the mall, and I said to the salesman, this is pathetic. It shows how much we've given up. And he said, no, people love it. <laughs> of course they love it. You can have a mongoose for lunch and then give that big presentation. There's a disturbing trend going on in America these days, rewriting science to fit ideology or just to fit what you want reality to be. We've gone from fat acceptance to fat celebration. That's new. That is new. To view letting yourself go as a point of pride? We used to at least try and be fit and healthy and society praised those who succeeded. Now the term body positivity is used to mean I'm perfect the way I am because I'm me. (laughs) It's Orwellian how often positivity is used to describe what's not healthy. Of course you can get away with anything bad for you when you're young, but let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a fat 90 year old Good question. <laughs> That's a good question. And, and it gets into all the media and all the celebration of, you know, body positivity. That takes guts. That takes guts. That's not, uh, it's not really accepted, acceptable these days, but it's a great point. It's amazing. I've said this before, but I'm pretty sure in two years, you know, we heard from Fauci every day <laughs> for two years. I don't think he ever told people to, you know, you shed a couple of LBs if they want to avoid, you know, dying from COVID. If they want to avoid hospitalization and intubation, they should try to get fit. Someday historians will look back at this absolutely insane Orwellian time and say, hold on. There was a virus that killed fat people. And the response from the government, from, from tyrants in, in these Governor's offices, people like Charlie Baker and Andrew Cuomo and Gretchen Whitmer, just the worst of the worst. The response from them was to shut down gyms, cancel sports, 
and leave McDonald's and Walmart, leave them alone. That was the response. You could go, no, no, no worries. Go to McDonald's, go to Burger King, go to the Golden Corral, but you can't go to the gym and you can't play basketball. Take them, take their rims down. And, and I had one right near me, a playground. They took the rims down. So kids, adults, anyone couldn't go play basketball. They wanted you to stay home, order a pizza, watch TV, get fat in response to a disease, a virus that killed fat people. Someday, someday, they're going to look back and say this was utter madness. And that's another thing that's going to work out great for uh, DeSantis because he had the balls to stand up to that madness. All and his and his and his state benefited greatly, while all others, well, so many others, suffered under the cowardice, cowardly leadership of people like Charlie Baker. But well, the good thing about great rant. yeah, the good thing about him doing that rant is you know half his audience is the my body, my choice fatso's with the blue hair. So right, he doesn't care. He's, and, 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 you know, he used to be his supporters were, you know, hardcore lefties, you know, idiots like uh, Jalen Rose types or big left wingers, but he doesn't care. He challenges them. And I think Bill is enjoying his newfound fame and reputation as kind of a, a rebel and a contrarian. I think he's enjoying, it's probably working out well for ratings. So hopefully he keeps it up, but that, it, I mean, think how crazy it is that you sit there and say, Oh, that's wonderful. You're you know, 80 pounds overweight, no big deal. Oh, it's only, you know, high heart, what, diabetes, heart disease, COVID. You put yourself at risk in so many ways and you're not allowed to tell someone that's not good. That's bad. That's probably not a good idea. Having, you know, that extra piece of cake, probably not smart. Yeah. I'm just being me, just being me. Anyway, I enjoyed that, but uh, we got to uh, wrap this sucker up. Anything else? Ironhead? That's it for me, sir. Uh, really? Uh, okay, let me check. Ooh, I have an important phone call, important text message to get back to. Uh, I'll, uh, I will be letting you know if, you know, Tucker Carlson reaches out to me again. Maybe I'll be booked and canceled well, again this week. It happens. I will we'll say, I hope, uh, I hope he's listening, Tucker, right now. You better have this man on because oh, we, we had the best week we've had ever on this show last week. We, we, we did. Yeah. We what did. A, really? Over. Last week was the best week ever, ever. I don't want to get wrapped up. I don't want to get wrapped up in the numbers, the downloads, but that is good to hear. Yeah. Really? You have to send those to me. I want to see. I, I don't, I don't trust you. I send those to <laughs> I'll me. I'll send you snapshots. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks to everybody for listening. And thanks to everyone for supporting us and supporting our wonderful sponsors. Oh, one last note. Uh, more good news for your Boston Red Sox, your last place Boston Red Sox. One of the only good things about the broadcast this year, Dennis Eckersley announced he's retiring. He can't watch that mess on the field any longer. Eck is a great broadcaster and, uh, and a great guy, and uh, he really is good at the job. He's So he's out. Remy died. He was great, too. Lou Maloney's not allowed for some reason in the booth. So all the best analysts are, will be gone in the, in the worst team in uh, worst team in the AL East, the Boston Red Sox, who, by the way, since one of their owners said the fans were racist as fuck, they are six and 12 and they've been outscored 98 to 66. They lost 13 to five to the lowly Kansas city Royals yesterday. The season is an abject disaster and Dennis Eckersley can watch it no more. Congratulations to Eck 
on a great career. He's only 67 or something. He's got other things to do. He doesn't want to watch any more of this awful team. (laughs) Anyway, thanks to everybody for watching and listening and commenting. Thanks for giving us, making it possible for us to have our best week ever last week. Awesome. Uh, Good job, Ironhead. Thanks to Graham and everybody else who's who's helped out and supported us. We appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Well, the tide is turning in Massachusetts after years of watching Democrats raise taxes, hinder local businesses, silence the voices of parents, and disrespect the police. The people have had enough. Go to MassGOP.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution. In these tough economic times, rely on 1AAuto.com. Save money and empower yourself. In good times and bad, get great prices. Watch 1A Auto's massive library of free how-to videos. Fix it yourself easy and fast with 1AAuto.com. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.